Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Shout out to, to uh, East, yeah, because East Coast titties were gems, but <laughs> <laughs> respect Tupac. Okay, maybe that was Tupac. Maybe that was Tupac. Uh, I'm scared. So I'm just jumping in. If you guys could catch me up on what's going on and whatnot, this is the first time I've joined you guys' live talks. But yeah, I hope you guys' evening is going amazing. I hope you guys all had a great day so far. And uh, yeah. Hey, Shout Baker out Bakerfield. We're now? talking about yeah. a ton of shit. So there's really nothing to catch you up on other than the, the, anything that's been in the news or in sports that has happened in the last 24 hours we probably have talked about. Exactly. But we are eventually going to get to the shit soon. Like, yeah, let's let's push through these people. these last six voicemails and let's get to the, the content. Told you. Boy, buddy sound just like Tupac, but I ain't gonna lie. You got to be like limiting like the the wide, vast elements of where Pac actually. Fam, you look, you're limiting like how Pac actually influenced not only culture, but like even his songs like it was shit like I Get Around, which is hell, still hella dope um, to Brenda's Got a Baby to Machiavellian this um, to Changes like. Yeah, the songs had a message, but some of them shits slap, man. Some of them shits is, is hitting hard. Like, you you may have to listen to more of the catalog and not just whatever the commercial elements of, of what Pac was putting out. I agree with that. Pac, Pac, was, Pac had some hits. Yeah, New York got real titties. See, Craig, just stick with me. You'll go places. Yo, word, real titties for the fucking win, man. Yeah. Dallas Architects <laughs> and the man. When it, okay. come, when it comes to me, though, like, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand. 
I, I don't understand. Let me see, what's his next voicemail? You can add join your car, look pretty sick, bro. Nope. Look, okay, I'm, I'm going to say this one final time. If you're... If your parents have not put you to bed yet, it's probably because they're fucking. And the only reason they're doing that is because they want to replace you. You are bad. Santa doesn't exist. Neither does the tooth fairy. More importantly, why are you the problem child? Go to bed. Get off You literally just told these kids that they are unwanted. <laughs> Yo, like, think about it. If we don't want them, their parents can't want them. Like, go to TikTok where you can watch, like, women twerk. And guys go and, like, make arguments about why women ain't shit. Like, go on there. Stop coming on stereo where I'm having fun. Like, I don't want, like, Macaulay Culkin's kids around. That one was free. That was free for you. <laughs> See, of course. Of course. And the last voicemail before we get into the shit for real. Mark, can I join this? I'm really bored. Please, can I join? Okay, we got to okay. block that person. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to block that person. But here we go. So basically, you know, let's reintroduce ourselves. So I'm going to start by saying I am Greg. I am one host of the show that you are listening to right now. And I'm joined by my lovely co-host. I am the one and only Steph. Uh, I, I'm here just having fun with with the masses. Yeah. And we are here right now live on stereo. And we also are in your podcast apps right now if you are listening to it the next day. But we are literally chatting with the audience and we are now about to get into the news and as well as the pop culture. And then Steph is going to just completely take over because we got some stuff that we left from last week, including the Halloween questions. So uh, let's just breeze through the news. Um, Number one, there was a D.C. archbishop uh, by the name of Wilton Gregory, who is America's first black uh, archbishop that was inducted by the Pope, which I feel like that I couldn't gloss over. I felt like that was really important to me because we don't see it often. And more importantly, DC doesn't have enough good news going on right now. I, I agree. It's really important um, to highlight, especially um, the fact that it is the Catholic church um, and that we have probably one of the most progressive popes in the church in, in recent history, aside from Pope John Paul II. Um, and so it, it poses this conundrum where, what are the people who who tout the church and use the church to further their agenda? How are they going to be received when the, the, the leadership in the church is more progressive than the people claiming them? I'm, I'm waiting to see how this pans out. Exactly. I agree. And, and the next little piece of news, um, there was a woman that was accused of drugging and robbing Chicago men and stole over eighty five thousand um, dollars. I don't live in Chicago. You don't live in Chicago either. Um Mm-mm. I, I, I don't have an opinion, but I will say, like, the fact that they said Chicago, that was probably one of the first three places I was guessing. So here's the thing. Given that she has been the topic of so much conversation this evening, you're telling me that these two women pulled a Cardi B. Uh, and just got yeah, caught. Um, yeah. OK, look, look, I get it. Cardi B <laughs> is a camera, and she, she does things that she has no business doing. But see, she has the Chip Ahoy titties, and men love Chips Ahoy titties. <laughs> so we're going to stop disrespecting Cardi B and the Chips Ahoy titties. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, people doing this. Listen, I thought of that commentary well before we got deep into the Cardi B conversation. <sighs> see, I, I can't win. You guys will not <laughs> let me win for enjoying Cardi B's titties. Like, there's something special about a pair of titties that just, like, you know what? 
let's just stop talking about titties. Now we're moving on to pop culture. Um, pop culture is basically a segment where we talk about the hot news and topics that are going on in pop culture that you probably didn't care about. You probably saw them on Twitter. We're not going to elaborate on them. We're just basically going to read the titles. We're going to give our opinion on it, and then we're going to move right along. So hot takes number. Actually, I'm going to let you read the not the article, but obviously the headlines if you have them up. So for pop culture, uh, yeah. So Kanye's interview with Joe Rogan. Um, apparently, you know, it, it highlighted a number of things. Um, he touched upon, uh, how lucrative he is a businessman, uh, a couple of things about his presidency run. Um, I, my only question is why do we give this mentally ill, unmedicated person a platform? Like you shouldn't be able to run for president with a history of untreated mental illness. And I mean, he, he cho- took that, that opportunity to voice his opinion on things, especially abortion. And I'm a firm believer in the fact that nothing with a dick should be able to tell me what to do with my body. So fuck Kanye West. I don't like Kanye West. I don't follow him. Please don't vote for him because it's just feeding his mentally ill ego. Um, Go with it, Greg. Yeah. Um, What I'm about to say is going to be really disrespectful and someone's going to come for me about it. But I mean this with like all conviction, like it is not me as a Kanye fan. It is not me as someone who listens to his music. I've never bought his shoes. I don't support bullshit. But more importantly, when it comes to Kanye, I just want one of the 15 members of the Kardashian-Jenner family, the husbands, the ex-husbands, the baby daddies, the ones who ended up in that family because they slept with someone, the ones who changed their gender, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm just going to say this. Someone needs to pull Kanye West aside and say, you know what? We don't have enough money for this therapy. More importantly, we just need you to say one time, I miss my mom. Great. And I don't Great. care. Yeah. Let's be real. That family does nothing more than make people crazy. Look at Lamar oh, Odom, Kanye West, Caitlyn Jenner. Like that family is toxic. They are. They're not going to put that up. They're not going to acknowledge that he's ill. They're just going to capitalize on it. I, I get that, but my, my issue with Kanye is I don't I, I went from the point where not only did I sympathize with Kanye, I wanted the best for Kanye. Kanye blamed his mom's death on everybody but Kanye, and he was the one that was able to stop that shit. So he's right now feeling like an ounce of regret over the fact that she is dead, and rest in peace to Miss West. Here's my issue, though. My issue is the fact that Kanye is around the world's, like, other than who? Other than the, the Trumps and like LeBron's family, the most recognizable family in the fucking world. And not once have they said, Kanye, how can we help you grieve over your mother's death? To the point where because we Because articles- that is not their MO. They don't care about someone else's well-being as long as it benefits them in some way, whether it be publicity, financially, notoriety. The day that helping Kanye will make them money, that's when they'll start to care. That is the people that he has surrounded himself with. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, no. I actually, I'm, I'm not going to apologize for what I said. I know what I basically like had come out of me probably was mean spirited. But my issue is this. When you see a car wreck, you don't run into the car wreck. You slow your car down. You pull to the side of the road or you do like most people do when they see a car wreck is they go around it. But they keep looking. They What do you call that? Like rubbernecking? Yeah. I, I, I had to stop. 
I had to stop rubbernecking at Kanye because I went from being that person that was like, Kanye can change. Kanye can be a better person to Kanye ain't shit to Kanye needs help. Now I just look at Kanye. I don't even say what's next anymore. I say, you know what? Better him than me. And once I've gotten to that point with the person, it's like when you like you got over like your ex-boyfriend, when you literally like completely like shut down and you're automatically like, you know what? I don't care what happens to them. Let me know when everything is done and I will sit and watch from the bleachers. That's where I'm at with Kanye. And it pisses me off. Like, this only. Yeah. As as someone who has, has been around people with bipolar disorder, like unless you really wrangle them in and get and they let you in enough to get through the to them they're not going to acknowledge that there's something wrong with them and if you are as an outside entity do not acknowledge that there's something wrong with them and try your hardest to get through to them there is no getting through to them so i really do think that right now um kanye is a lost cause and i personally like i was never a huge fan of kanye i'm much less a fan now because the man is a, a complete fucking lunatic to be to be honest yeah. with you mm-hmm. um and, and and he could very easily kind of address his issues by by seeking regular therapy and regular medication and treatment for it and he chooses not to um that's not totally yeah. on him uh, that is partially on his wife and his family um but but I, I can't like i can't invest myself in it because it's just it's it's ridiculous it's a shit show to me, Kanye is like the poster child of black men with untreated issues or mommy issues in some case. But the thing is, it's not even Absolutely. a mommy issue. At this, yeah, it, it's, it's just gotten to the point where it's like the only thing he hasn't done is disrespected black women. And the only reason he hasn't is because there's no black women around. And yeah, that, it's, it's a mommy issue that has evolved into a much bigger problem. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this and just like I, I really hope Kanye gets better. But the thing is, I don't want to be that person that's sitting like, you know, the kid on the porch waiting for their father to arrive. Like, oh, like, I don't want to be sitting out for six hours. Oh, my dad's on the way. Like, he promised me. Like, Kanye's promised us a lot of things. And he's also yeah. lied. So when, when it comes to Kanye, like, I'm one of those people who I've kind of become numb to Kanye. And every time I hear his name, I just know it's like a negative connotation that comes with it. But th- this is my proclamation to the Kardashians and the Jenners. You help further this problem. And if anything were to happen to Kanye, us as the black and brown community, more importantly, people who are a fan of Kanye, you could be a white person, you could be a Republican, Democrat, whoever the fuck they are. I'm just going to say you will be to blame for his detriment. And I'm not holding back whenever, if that ever happens, because honestly, we didn't fuck with y'all to begin with. But the fact that y'all have You've known this person is broken and you you continue to let this shit happen. Like, I, I don't usually go on like rants like this usually. And I'm sorry, Steph. It's just when you see somebody yeah. that's broken and you know for a fact that shit just keeps happening. It's like, yo, like, you know, let's just play the voicemails, man. Because it yeah, really like fucking up. Just oh, my God, Steph. I love your you're a doggy. It looks so much like my Brickert, my Westie. You have a Karen, or is he, um, I bet it's a mix, but your dog is so cute. Oh, my God. It looks like someone found my social media profile. Of course. Shit. Of course. Uh, of she course. is She is a Karen Terrier, purebred, 11 years old, and she is the love of my life. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Let's keep going. Hey, beautiful people, I'm back. <laughs> I just finished recording oh, the show, and I'm just here to tell you that I'm back. And, and and I'm going to be nice, right? I'm going to be nice. 
Hey, Baylor. He said, I'm going to be nice. Kanye's <laughs> a fucking retard. Don't vote for Kanye. Trust me. We won't. I'll, I'll agree with that. <laughs> kind of. Man, I thought that was MF Doom for a minute. Oh my god. That's because of the fucking avatar. That's funny. That's funny. Wow, Steph, you hit the nail on the head on that one. Mm. With the Kardashians. Yeah. It's all self serving. Thank you. I mean I, it's it's pretty it's pretty obvious. Uh, I don't understand how people support that family. Like they, they do nothing but but look out for themselves. So let's keep going. Yeah. He did disrespect the black woman at that little thing where he was talking about stuff. And then that one black girl was asking him questions. He was ignoring her. Yep. Oh, I think, what was that? Was that TMZ when he went, I think he went to TMZ and it was a black woman who was literally trying to like help him. And he completely like disregarded her, put it to the side, like that question didn't matter. But let's get to this next voicemail. Shout out for that voicemail, by the way. Yeah. I mean, we keep asking for, you know, a better Kanye for him to seek help. But at this point, if he doesn't think he needs to seek help and if he doesn't want it, you got to let that shit play out. You know what I mean? He lost my, I'm sad to say this, but I was never going to vote for him as a president. But he lost my vote for him being an authentic person a very long time ago. Um, But I do hope he does at some point seek to get some help. Cause it is a it is a car wreck, but at the same time, if you keep looking at it, it's going to keep happening. And it, it, we live in a world where attention is a big thing. So they keep paying him attention. He's going to keep doing this shit. He's going to keep acting that way. Absolutely. And I wholly agree. Like you can't fix someone that doesn't think they're broken. And if they're continuing to receive attention as a result of their behavior, they're just they're just going to keep it up. All right, let's keep going, Greg. Absolutely. Well, guess what? Don't vote for Kanye. Of course, we know that, little kid. But another thing is, little kids don't even need to be on his motherfucking app. So go ahead and block him, guys, because he's underage. And yeah, he's <laughs> under 18, I'm pretty sure. Exactly. Like, we feel you, one, one, Santa Claus doesn't one, exist, one, for the record. Yeah. Yeah. Santa Claus don't exist. And I'm telling you, the only reason you don't exist is because you were meant to be on a washcloth. And the shit hurts your parents every day when they look at you. It hurts them. They're, they're just, trying for a better version of you every time. I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is why Macaulay Culkin's parents literally left him in the cold in Chicago and flew not only to Florida to hang out with 11 people that weren't their children. The next movie, they left him and let him go to New York while he was in while the family was in France. Some kids just fuck them kids. You know what? Just, you know what? <laughs> I just felt like like spreading something different. So here we go. Through drought and famine, natural disasters, my baby has been around for me. Kingdoms have fallen, angels become. Okay. I'm not even going to hate. She she got her sing on. Okay. No, keep singing. We we like the look. Hey, if you got talent, you better fucking sing. I can't sing. That's right. I can sing in the shower, though. I got like Trey Song's voice, but you know he can't perform live anyway, right? But next one. That ass, I'm every possible famous singer in the shower. Let's see. But next next (laughs) one. Yeah, I just wanted to spread something different. So, you know, there you go. Just to break up the controversy. Love the show, by the way. Hey, everybody. Giving you guys a follow for sure. Thank you so much. We awesome. Thank you, we Emphasis. You. We, we appreciate your voice. We appreciate the follow. Keep listening. 
aren't all family self-serving to some extent? I mean, I don't like the notion that we're, if you're famous, you have to be this humanitarian. I feel like it's really just unrealistic. I mean, all people are humans at the end of the day, whether you have money or not. It's not a matter. It's not a matter of being a humanitarian. It's a matter of not capitalizing on other people's misfortune. That's what separates you from being a normal human being and being a piece of shit. Kim Kardashian sucked and fucked Ray J and then sued him and the company after she wanted money from the sex tape. Like precisely, she is an opportunist. Am am I fucking? More importantly, let's not even take it to surface level with Kim. Kim's mama still gets checks. Yo. She gets checks from her daughter getting fucked. Like, what yep. do we not see here? Like, from her I, daughter I, getting what? fucked, from her daughter being in Playboy, she is a high level pimp. Yeah, like, I would slap and, and, the shit out of my mother if she exploited me the way that fucking Chris Kardashian has done her children, regardless of how much money it made me. Here's when I knew I was really upset with the Kardashian Jenners. And somebody's going to be upset if we ever get famous. And it's something that I hope that they can appreciate somebody being honest with them. When Kim ended up being, t- uh, she was like, what was it? She wasn't kidnapped, but it was something where like, it was that robbery that was stated. The Paris right? robbery, yeah. yeah the, the, the Paris robbery. Everybody came out that was, ma- you know, married into it, the sisters and everything. I didn't hear Kris Jenner say not one fucking thing. No. Because like, she I, let I it play out because it made her, it gave them publicity. Yeah. They put when, that shit of, on their show. That, that's where I was going. When you start taking the trauma of your family, both the in-laws, the children and shit like that, like fucking Kylie. If you look at a photo of Kylie, everybody know she went from looking like Sabrina, the teenage witch to fucking Kim Kardashian in two years. It's scary. I look she at, looked I'm like, like that chick from the from a league of their own. Let, let, let me just ask the guy who just left that last voicemail. You have a daughter that is 15, 16 years old, and she's getting piped out by a nigga named Tyler. <laughs> when she's 15, 16, and she's getting fucked, dicked down, knowingly by a dude that got a baby mom that is a stripper. That is in his and mid twenties, and then gets your teenage daughter pregnant. Yeah, uh, 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 like, am I missing? You know, next voicemail. Cause see, I can go on for an hour about Kanye, and this Me is too. not the Kanye let's show. Just, let's keep going. Let's keep going. So, I found a cool thing about the stereo app. It's actually something pretty interesting. Did you know about the new update that came out? If you actually go to settings and go on profile, you'll see a you'll see like a text, and it says "Black lives don't matter." Fuck niggers. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And I hope that, you know what? Actually, I don't even want to be disrespectful. I just hope that your president doesn't win. And I hope that your daughter understands what a real man is going to be like. Sorry. Nope. That's don't apologize for that. Talk, vape. And okay. Do Fuck those. that guy. I'm throbbing my cock. I'm rubbing my cock. <laughs> it's throbbing hard. And my- blocked. Exactly. Now why you can't get up off my back, yeah, yeah. I take a lot of shit, but I won't take that. No, I won't take that no more. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. 
you're high and you're not warmed up. But oh, shout out! Okay, I promise next time I con the do contact is definitely going to be about the things you're talking about. No emphasis. Trust me, Baylor is just as high. If you want to have a singing competition with him, I am all with the shit. But let's get to this next yes. voicemail. I promise we got to get through. Do you think anybody who makes multi-million dollars, in your opinion, could remain innocent? Like, don't you feel like at some point after you make a certain amount of money, you've eventually fucked somebody over or burnt a bridge somewhere along the road to get there? Honestly, listen, everybody, for everybody, fucks somebody over. Everybody does. I've done it. I'm sure Greg has done it. I'm sure you've done it. Mm -hmm. Everybody has skeletons. When you start using those skeletons as your only means of profit, that becomes a problem. That makes you a shitty person. That's just what it boils down to. And I have no. When you look at a situation, yeah, when you look at a situation like that and you're like, oh, I can make money off of that before you're like, oh, I can probably help that person. That makes you a shitty person. And that's what they they do. They make money off of downfalls. They said they were not going to address the Paris robbery ever. And then the next season, they spent six fucking episodes. Somebody's like, did you watch the show? Yes, I did. The reason why is because I was like, yo, like, I want to be as not only a podcaster, but as a man who cares about women. Doesn't matter the color. I care about women. So if you go and you tell me, hey, I was fucking kidnapped and robbed and had a gun put to my head, I want to know the entire fucking story. You know what I didn't get on that show? The fucking story. I just got six episodes of them talking about meeting up at brunches and shit like that, but not explaining what happened to her. But then we see her, you know, she's releasing black men. We appreciate that, you know, she, you know, appreciating her, like letting people out of prison and things like that. So we, we, we like her as a humanitarian. The issue is like her own family didn't care and it sucks. Next voice. Okay. So what you guys are talking about is basically what I consider a capitalist uh, opportunity. Anytime you have okay. people who are, you know, have gone viral through bad things, sexual things, or have gone by vir- uh, viral through negative experiences are, are basically benefiting from a capitalist republic. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that her mom is still getting checks from the fact that, that, um, the Kardashian's mother is still getting checks and percentages from all of them, including Kylie and how big her uh, makeup business is, is a smart move. But you think she really giving pay attention to her daughter? If she couldn't make money off of her. If you can't make money in this capitalist society, you know, if you can't pay, you can't make a way. So mm-hmm. like a, a lot of things and a lot of people who have come up from negative things or sex tapes or scams, even like with Cardi B coming up as a stripper, you do what you do to make people consume, whether it's media, slander, scandals, products, money, consumerism rules all. Absolutely. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's OK. You're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's healthy. And that's Absolutely. that's the only point that I was trying to make. Let's keep going, Greg. We have so much stuff to get through. Nah, Greg, you don't do that. You not respond to that. You know how we get down. Yeah. Yeah. Baylor yeah. oh being the God, voice of reason. Absolutely dog shit at singing. Fucking stop. Well, don't, Bill don't Cosby shit on somebody blocked. else's talent, Bill Cosby. Hey, whatever y'all do, do not block the singer. Whoever she was, can sing. What was her name? Emphasis. Don't block yeah. her. Tell her she needs to be on my show. Absolutely. I have a lot of skeletons. It's just that I buried them in Lakers and Dodgers yeah. championships. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bailey, you ain't shit. <laughs> 
Um, just to comment on what 202876 said, yes, the answer is yes. If you're subscribing to the laws of power, when you have power, you have other protections, you have other realms, other tax brackets, other friends. You're going to eventually step on people's toes because you can't make everyone happy. Now, you can remain integrous and keep to your morals and stick to your guns. And if you realize that money is a tool instead of something to be worshipped like it is, money is the number one religion in the world, then you can remain just, uh, you know, steadfast and just in in being wealthy like you can do something with your money if you realize it's a tool and not something to be worshipped so the answer is yes you can be rich and have more money without losing your values but you are going to step on people because you can't make everyone happy people are going to be mad just because you got an extra dollar and hate on you for that so don't be worried about what everyone else is doing in their consumer in their consuming reality yes listen to yes. women Fucking listen to women, except for Chris Jenner, but listen to women. Jesus Christ. It's not that hard. Next voicemail, and then we're gonna actually get into our news because we got a lot. Good, good I like what she I like I really like what uh emphasis said. I feel like the Kardashians and people like them are just a victim of a system that's way bigger and broader. You know, we should quit catering to people like this so we don't keep on you know, promoting that type of behavior. If if there wasn't a market for it, you know, it, I don't think it would happen. Absolutely. Completely agree. Um, I, I'm glad all you guys got your voicemails off, but we, we got to get into this next topic for real. Um, we appreciate it all. Keep leaving your voicemails because we still got a lot of shit to talk about. I'm going to just go yes, we do. quickly through these news ones because we, we got Steph's story and I want to hear this shit. And y'all better Steph's story so of the week. Exactly. So um, VH1 announced an I Love New York reunion. Uh, I don't think anybody cared, but I am going to watch it. Are you going to watch this stuff? I'm going to watch it largely because, like, I want to see how this pseudo nobody, because because calling her a reality queen is very generous. But I want to see how this pseudo nobody who was on a show where Flava Flav was the grand prize parlays this into a reunion 15 years after it aired. I'd be interested to see what, what, what comes of it. Absolutely. Um, next article. Peter Guns is the new host of Cheaters. Talk about times. Jesus Christ. The hypocrisy. <laughs> <laughs> One, Cheaters still exists. I didn't even know they were still taping shows. But two, you're going to have... When the dude got stabbed, I thought that was it. I was like, I thought they said, never again. This won't happen. And we're done. But... I, I didn't even know those were new shows. Like, I thought that, that he got stabbed like 15 years ago, like 10, 15 years ago. Like, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that Cheaters was still shooting shows. Um, but the hypocrisy of having a man who got both his wife and his side chick, his long-term side chick, she became a side chick when he married his wife, who was the original side chick, um, pregnant mm-hmm. at the same time, um, is, is a, like... <laughs> Peter Guns is definitely uh, hard up for cash. That's all I got to say Absolutely. about that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we, we ain't got too much, though. Um, Hurricane Chris, I don't know if you guys remember this rapper from, like, 2007, 2008. He came out with, like, Players Rock and uh, A Bebe. So he was charged with second-degree murder. Yeah. All I know of Hurricane Chris is A Bebe. So, like, he was probably struggling. And truly, I mean, the best thing that can happen to him is a conviction because at least this way he doesn't have to worry about rent money. Pretty much. Um, We already talked about Kim, but I will say this. Uh, Basically, she celebrated her 40th birthday. And what she did was she flew everybody to a private island and no one had been tested. She said everybody was just quarantined for, uh, for two weeks. 
And I don't know how you tell people for a surprise party to quarantine for two weeks. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know either. She, uh, listen, I don't trust anything that fucking comes out of that family. Yeah. Um, that, that next article. Um, Netflix. Th- this one's kind of fucking. I'm excited I, about I know, this. I, I want so much more information, and I know they have it, so I can't. I can't wait for it. So Netflix is dropping their trailer tomorrow, actually, for Selena the series, and the series I'm debuts December fourth. So excited. Selena in my lifetime was the first real Latin crossover artist. So she put Latinos on the map. Uh, I remember being in middle school and like Selena's album coming out, her crossover album coming out and being so excited. I worshiped this woman. I thought Jennifer Lopez did a fantastic job. It's one of the only good acting jobs Jennifer Lopez has done uh, in the Selena movie. Uh, I am going to watch this show, whether it's good or bad. I will watch it from beginning to end because Selena is the fucking queen. And that's all I have to say about it. I will be front and center. And I think it's, I think they said it's a mini one. So it's like eight episodes. Either way, you know, it's going to be an hour long and I'm here for eight hours. I will make my evening around that. So that, that's Yo, been our too. pop culture. Yeah. Th- we're we're going to have culture, to do an um, entire episode on Selena. Yeah, I think we have to review it. I feel like we have to review that. So what yeah. we're going to do is we're going to play these voicemails and then we have to get into the leak over from last week. And then we're going to mm-hmm. do the Halloween questions and the discussion of the episode. So here we go. And Yo, I think everybody, story of the week. Uh, Emphasis has some, some great points, but I think what we're also missing on is that shit, currency, money, whatever you want to call it, ain't nothing but more, you know, ain't nothing but an idea. And so what we... Right now, the, the currency team seems to be attention. Who can get the most attention? So when it comes to the Kardashians, when it comes to, you know, Kanye, the reason why they are seeing money, you know, the financial currencies, because we are giving them the the currency of attention. So we got to be careful, uh, you know, about the type of uh, energy and attention that we're giving uh, those people because these things become feedback loops. And so we find ourselves addicted to the attention that, that we're giving them and craving that type of attention. And that's what puts us in those positions to do whatever we need to in order to get some attention, even over or at the cost of like our financial or social well-being. And that is absolutely correct, which is why I can honestly say that to this very day, after however many seasons they have, I have never watched a single episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I refuse to give my energy to people who are focused on draining it from me. Next, next I definitely now. just want to say that with when it comes to BET, I have so many um, different mixed opinions about it. How it's um, it's very derogatory towards the black culture, and it has its own agenda. At the same time, it is entertaining, but that's all they have to offer us. Let Let me just put this into your head, guys. Um, when in Rome, when the Caesar was about to be overthrown by the people, what did he do? He built the Colosseum. When you know that's where they had the gladiator fights and all of those uh, competitions to distract the people. So. What did society give them when, you know, when we wanted to wake up, they gave us football, they gave us talk shows, reality shows, controversies. If you realize that the Caesar is building a Coliseum, a, a Coliseum, a.k.a. the news networks are giving us BET, don't watch that shit. That shit is trash and rotting your brain. It's called television programming for a reason. They tell you visually what's supposed to program you. Subliminal, so don't listen to that bullshit. We're better as black people. We are more than BET. We can be more than BET. Exactly. 
I knew BET was fucked up when they gave Nicki Minaj fucking best female hip hop for like nine years. And mind you, she was best female hip hop. However, my issue is uh, there were definitely a lot of women that could have prospered in those nine years. Before the barbs come at me, I will say I do appreciate what Nicki has done and continues to do. However, it's just pretty funny. Nicki takes a hiatus and black women, more importantly, female rappers have thrived in the past year. Thrived. I mean, there's something to be said. Also, though, like, I just wish she and other female rappers wouldn't beef with each other. Don't be like these niggas. These niggas are literally they're crazy. The women, though, I think, like, they got it together. The Sweeties, the Cardis, and the Titties. And, um, you know, the other, like, <laughs> ladies, you, work, they, are doing, they are doing everything right, and I love it. Let's get this next voice. Who better to be the host of Cheaters than the cheater of all cheaters? You know what this is going to do? It's going to do one thing and one thing only for this show. It's going to bring lots and lots of flavor. It just is. And you know what? I guarantee you that that nigga ain't going to get stabbed. If anything, <laughs> I put my money line money on him. He might do the stabbing. <laughs> Shout out to me. <laughs> Oh no! I seen a couple of chicks beat the shit out of Peter Guns one day. Hey, exactly. Now Peter Guns gonna be the one that looks. He gonna look for the lady cheaters and be like, "Hey, I, got, I can work hey, for girl. you." He gonna try to go with them. So let's see what's next. Selena. God, I had a crush on her. God, dog, it I did. And there's no one else in the world I would rather be. God, I love that woman. Mm. Well, sometimes you can go back down history and. Whew, that's a pool full of pain right there. Yo, yeah, I, I caught I caught the Selena reference in there too. Mm-hmm. Let's see, what's this next one? Oh, I loved her. Como la flor, con tanta amor, me viste tú, sin marichita, me marchó. No se perder, pero ay, como me duele, ay, como me duele. Yes, I'm gonna fucking watch that show. Thank you for putting me on. I'll definitely be putting it to my my list on um Netflix. Yes, indeed. Yo, see, como la flor is my karaoke go-to. Thank you, Emphasis, for putting it out there because people don't understand the greatness that that song is. Absolutely. We're going we're gonna to get Baylor's voicemail and then we got to go into the leak over. So here we go. Man, that woman can sing. She almost put me to sleep and I'm driving. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, so this is the point where we do the leak over. Basically, anything that has carried over from the episode before, we try to finish that out. That way we can have closure. And if you haven't heard that episode, you need to go listen to it. It is on all platforms, including Apple Music, Spotify, um, any podcast app you can listen to. It's there. So, Steph, take the floor. Okay, so the leak over from last week was petty post-breakup pettiness. Um, We want to know what the most petty thing you've done after a breakup was and what the pettiest thing that has been done to you after a breakup was. I know that last episode... I mentioned that I, I mentioned we went off on a tangent when I mentioned the pettiness, but I do have responses to it. And as much as I said that I'm not a petty person, I did recall 
a moment at the end of a relationship when I was extra, extra, extra petty. And I thought that it would be, it would be cool to share it. Um, first off though, the, uh, the pettiest thing that happened to me and, and this ties into me being petty cause it was the same relationship. But, um, after we broke up, he, uh, he stole one coaster my measuring spoons, but only the small ones. So I have like the bigger measuring spoons. He only stole like the quarter teaspoon and like the teaspoon one. And, um, he stole, Oh, and he took all of the groceries out of the fridge that he bought on the day that he moved out. Yeah. So let's talk about being extra petty. Mind you, this was a guy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm still in awe right now. (laughs) So mind you, this was a guy who I broke up with and, and it actually leads into my story of the week. Um, but I broke up with him and because of his poor financial habits, he ended up having to live in my basement for six months before he could actually afford to move out. Um, so the day that he did move out, I had a six month countdown on my phone the day that he did move out. And this is the pettiest I have ever been in my whole entire life. I woke up at six o'clock in the morning and anybody who knows me knows that I don't wake up at six o'clock in the morning for literally anything. So I woke up at 6am and I changed the locks on my house by hand myself. Um, Mm. And then I proceeded at 630 in the morning to sit lengthwise on the counter in my kitchen and start drinking. And now that's not petty enough. Um, I had a playlist, uh, a music playlist that played on repeat while I watched him single-handedly move all of his belongings out of the home on his own uh, that included the song Irreplaceable by Beyonce, uh, It's Over Now by 112, uh, Single Again by Trina, uh, and just about any girl power rap anthem that could potentially exist. And I proceeded to sit there and laugh and Facebook live him moving out while I was getting drunk on the kitchen counter for like four oh, hours. Yeah. That is my type of carrying on. I like that. See, yeah. You're my type. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is clearly why we are friends. Like mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's yeah. Voice and like, it was, it was July by the way. So he was sweating profusely and I was wasting. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'll give my little post breakup pettiness, but after. Oh, I boiled some eggs and um, I hit him. I cracked him <laughs> a little bit and I hit him in her apartment. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, you know what? But ever since then, I've been a better person in life. Um, especially <laughs> after the Lakers and the Dodgers won. I've, I've really been on like Yo. this positive shit. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I'm about to block block Baylor just because he keeps mentioning the fucking Lakers and Dodgers. (laughs) Still, that is ice fucking cold because sort of boiled eggs that are kind of cracked and just left hidden around the house smell like absolute shit. I did that once too. Not the eggs. I did it with tuna. But that's neither here nor there. See, next voicemail. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Everybody knows that the most pettiest thing you can do right now in this day and time you change the password to your Netflix or your Hulu account. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I've done that too. Absolutely. I've done that too. Too many people have access to my Netflix, so I change it every now and again. 
What's what's the next? What is the password again? So I can cancel my. Not own? gonna tell you. <laughs> so, no. Not gonna tell you. <laughs> um, I found my girlfriend cheating. So instead of like you know getting into a fight or exposing her on social media, I took the left. Uh, I took every other left shoe and then every other other right shoe of every pair that she <laughs> had. I took the earring backs to her earrings or sometimes I'd take just oh. one like one gem out of the earrings. I took only one of her lashes and all the lash sets and I made sure that they were such a difference that she couldn't match up, you know, mismatched lashes. Um, I took the gaming cord or rather I didn't take the gaming cord. I took the uh, memory cards because she had like the old PlayStation that she had. I took the memory cards and then like I took like, <laughs> I, like basically I did petty shit. Like I put laxatives in her milk. I put laxatives Ooh. in her because uh, she ain't shit. So she's going to shit without me. Essentially, when you're heartbroken, you know <laughs> what's the word? Uh, broken hearts. Broken hearts aren't good with reasoning. Essentially, that's a saying of mine. Okay. Yeah, I stole. Um, I, I stole a guy's um, Xbox remotes. He had the system, but I kept both remotes. Hey, yo. What if, y'all were asking to be on, like, uh, what was that fucking uh, show that's on, uh, not AMC, uh, either one. When the you first up, 48? Because, <laughs> yeah, first 48. Like, good grief. My God. That's what I really want to give you a hand clap going. for that playlist. That is by far the most pettiest playlist you could ever do in the middle of a breakup. <laughs> I wish I could meet him so I could laugh in his face. <laughs> the funniest thing about face. that is that the guy that I dated um, about a year after him on our first date, this is so this is the same ex that I was talking about last episode that emailed me because I blocked him on everything else. So on my mm-hmm. first date with one of my most recent ex-boyfriends, he emailed me and me and my ex, my current ex, who, who I'm on good terms with, uh, we laughed hysterically for like two hours at this man's email. So Baylor, trust me, there have been plenty of people that have laughed at this man. Mm, mm, mm. So I know that playlist was called Good Riddance. Oh, Big Sean's I Don't Fuck With You was on that. Fuck You by CeeLo Green was on that. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Brand New Me, Alicia Keys. Um, the Worst, Janae Aiko. Uh, Cry Me a River, Justin Timberlake. Heartless, Kanye West. Don't Trip, Trina. Maya, Moving On. Nas, Hate Me Now. Wait, what? did you hit him with the Nas? Oh, yeah, I hit him with the Nas. You got to get shot. I'm sorry. I gotta shoot you. <laughs> at least in the foot. Like I, I, I ain't gonna tore you. I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do you like Tori. I ain't gonna shoot you in the foot. Like I gotta shoot you in the ankle. Cause at least at the ankle, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna appreciate it. Yo, like, I was good. dancing, I was singing, I was drunk. Oh, I had nah. that shit again. Facebook live, Instagram live, like shit was wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. crazy. You put him on Instagram live? Sure did. Oh yeah, see, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That whole house is going. To, <laughs> I, I'm going to Lisa Lesta Lopez. That motherfucking house. Not at all. Oh, let's see. What's, what's, if what's I'm going to be petty, list? I'm extra petty. That is extra. You literally played Nas during a breakup, and don't nobody play Nas like that on a regular. So the fact that you did it during yeah, a yeah, I'm breakup, from New York. I play Nas on the regular. What the fuck? Why? Um, I because I, I love Nas. Nas. 
He has the worst fucking selection. No, we're not going to do this tonight. Another night for that. We're not, Sorry to continue that. Long story short, um, I was sitting. I uh, befriended the ex. I, I befriended the girl that my uh, significant other was cheating with. We became like really super close friends. And then wow. one day when he went over to her house and she said that she had a friend to meet, you know, he met me. I was her friend. I was the really close friend. And um, she, oh. I didn't give away that I knew him that I was my boyfriend or anything. And I just watched him fucking panic. Uh, I don't know whether that's a borderline evil or, or petty, but that's the pettiest I've ever been with a boyfriend. I don't think that's too bad, but, um, you know, that's just my opinion. So there's one girlfriend story, one boyfriend story. That has legit been my dream. I have always wished to catch a man cheating on me and befriend the girl that he's cheating on me with just to fucking trap him. Jesus Christ. Where are we at? Where, what in the... This is not America. <laughs> this, is not, this is not America. What the fuck just happened? All right, here we go, everybody. So this is the last voicemail for now. We're going to have more, but the thing is we have to get through mm-hmm. this so we can get to Steph's story. And I still want to hear yours, Greg. Oh, Oh, I thought I can get past that. So, um, nope. so the petty, the pettiest thing I did post breakup. Um, it wasn't even post breakup though. Um, so one of the people that I was like in a relationship with, um, I had to go on a ski trip with my father, well, my stepfather, and I told her I couldn't go with her to one of her friends' like birthday parties that was ironically in North Carolina. So she decided she was going to get a new boyfriend on this trip on North, you know, in North Carolina. So what I managed to do is end up sleeping with someone that they knew. And I didn't know they knew this person. And I ended up sleeping with the second person and then a third person. The whole phase was pretty bad. So pretty much that's, I won't say that's the pettiest thing I've done because I've done worse, but let me just say the, the top of the well, line. Then, no, 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 no. Don't glaze over this, Greg. Let's hear about okay. the worst. Okay, so fine. The the most petty I have done is um I, I used to like Yo, that's not being petty. You was asking to go to war. Exactly. He's talking about you, Steph. Like he's talking about <laughs> I you. Because I, I just know. told my I story. I know he was but, I know. Wait, so I, my bad. I interrupted you with that. So you're not you're not uh, off the hook, Greg. I need to hear the pettiest okay. you've done. Okay, so the pettiest. Then we'll thing address that was, voice note. So the pettiest thing I did was I used to go to this bar like that was t- attached to the Verizon Center, like basically where the Wizards play. So okay. I used to like have relations with a girl that worked at a bar there and her and I used to like hook up and things like that. But then we stopped talking for a while because like just God knows what, like, you know, probably me, probably her, whatever. So a couple was of months the, later, I was thought it she a got chain me. bar? The Green Turtle. Is that? Green yep. Turtle. Okay. That's what I thought yeah, it was. Yeah. So yeah. So we, we went to the Green Turtle and she was still working there. Um, and I didn't know that she was still working there. So what I did was I went to the opposite end of the bar because I was at this point, her and I had been sleeping together for like at least like a year or two at that point. So what I would do mm-hmm. was I would go and visit this girl that bartended all the time. So I was familiar with all the bartenders. So when they saw me, it's like, okay, like that was X's like guy that she's with. So they would just feed me drinks even if she wasn't there. So I showed up with a new girl and we went to the Wizards game. We're hanging out, blah, 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 blah. And I didn't know that she was working. The reason why I didn't know she was working is because she was promoted. So since she was promoted, like she wasn't literally working the bar, like the front bar, whatever, right? So 
I'm, I'm running up a tab and she had saw me because the girl was downstairs in the basement, like in the basement, taking a bathroom break or whatever. So she saw me mm-hmm. and we're talking, we're chopping it up. And she texts me, she, you know, I guess from behind the bar, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, how have you been doing? You know, I've missed you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm saying the same thing. No, and I'm lying. I didn't miss you or anything like that because of the way we treated each other at the end. So basically, I closed my tab because I saw her. I was like, oh, shit. Like, she's definitely about to, like, try to go and try to hit on me tonight. So she closed uh-uh. the tab for me. And after, I think we had maybe, like, nine or ten drinks at this point. So my tab should have been roughly, like, 83 bucks. And... When we closed the tab, it was seven dollars. She had only charged me for at that point a Long Island iced tea, and mm. then then the girl comes upstairs. The girl comes upstairs from the bathroom. I had already closed the tab at this point, and the girl that was the bartender saw the new girl, and she says, "Well, what the fuck?" Blah 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 blah. Right. So this girl, her and I had never like hooked up. The new girl that I brought to the bar. This was someone that I was trying to like conquest, if you want to call it that. So mm-hmm. the con the conquest is like, hey, do you want to come home with me? Blah 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 blah. We can hang out because at this point she's drunk. So I was like, okay, like we could, but I don't really want to. So the most fucked up petty thing I did was I went and did what I wanted to do at her house, and then after I contacted the the bartender and I went to her house, and to make matters worse, not only did I like I did what I did there, but then Gregory, I told her, hey, you double did the dick. Was, yeah, I told her this wasn't going to work oh. out, and like, oh. you know, so I, like <laughs> broke it off. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, after, after that, you fucked her, damn, yeah, Greg, cold blooded. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. You crazy. caught her in the post not clarity. Hey, hey, stop that! Don't tell people about that. Don't tell them about the post not clarity. Oh my god! So. So well, let's move on. So so basically we have um Halloween questions because it is Halloween week, but there's only one real like Halloween question. So number one So wait, this, wait, wait, wait. Um, I do before I, we get I, into that, I do want to address Baylor's um voice note. You're right, I was looking for war because when I do something, I have to be the best at it. And if I if, even if in it's being petty after a breakup, I am always going to win. Because look, four years later, he's still emailing me and I have not given him the time of day since July 1st, 2016. And so you haven't even let him sniff it. Nope. He hasn't. He hasn't had a sniff, had a whiff or nothing. Nope. Wait, he has emailed me just to say, hey, I thought I saw you on New York Avenue. If it was you, I hope you're doing well. See, oh, no. See, fellas, this is where you are in. You, you're supposed to be, like, top-tier petty. Be Greg at this point. Like, text her on Mother's Day, even though she ain't got no kids, and say, Happy Mother's Day. She's going to say, I don't have no kids, and you're going to say, you did, but only in one part of your body, or something petty, J- just to let not if know. you're dealing, like, Not if you're dealing with the one and only Steph. Because what I'm going to do is right before I know that you're going to do that because men are predictable, I'm going to turn on my read receipts just so you know that I saw your message and I'm still choosing not to respond to you. And then I'm going to turn them back off and just disappear. This is why you are a good friend. You're a terrible person. Oh, yeah. Terrible person. I never said but that I, I, was, I love you, though. Uh, that I wasn't. I, I love you, though. So uh, let's, let's see. Um, no, here it is. I'm so, good to the people that are good to me. To the people that are bad to me, 
I am the most deplorable human being on the planet. That's just what it is. That? I think most of us can live with that, though. Yeah. Like, we appreciate If you're good it. to I me, I will give you everything under the sun. I am that kind of person. I will give you everything I can give you. But if you if you cross that line, it's a wrap. Your life is miserable. Mm. Anyway, I'd like to take this moment to pause and say thank you Mm -hmm. to everybody that's listening to us. Thank you for tuning in. We still have a lot more content. You are listening to the one and only Steph and my darling co-host over here. Greg, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just I, I'm just the guy. I'm the guy in the room. Now I'm not the guy that brings the roadkill. I'm just the guy. So I'm I'm Greg. Uh, you're, I you're the guy that carries this. You give no, me don't. a platform on which to be a, an asshole. But no, the, the platform isn't the platform without you. So I appreciate you, and more men should appreciate their female co-hosts. More importantly, appreciate women. Appreciate stuff because I, I I really want to hear the story. So we got to we got we, we to get through it. So. Let me ask you a question, Steph. Now, I got to ask sure. you a Halloween question. If you give a ghost head, can you really snatch their soul? If you give a ghost head, your soul is already gone. Your soul is gone. Your mental health is gone. Any level of rationality you have is gone. Because if you, like, let's, let's just put this into perspective, If you are a person, any person, and you're like, let me give a ghost head, picture yourself in that scenario. Exactly. How realistic does it look? Like, how ridiculous? Like, what is the ridiculousness versus realism there? There is no realism. The reason why I asked you, I I sat in on a call. It was like a Halloween story call that was on here. Um, It was with Q and uh, one of his friends. And she said... And I quote, I had sex with a demon and he had the biggest dick I've ever seen. So, okay. So (laughs) was she talking about an actual demon? Because I have had sex with someone who had the biggest dick I've ever seen. And I will too call him a demon, but he was probably an actual person. No, no, no. She meant demon, like an actual, like a ghoul. Like Like, in a a third and the third world entity, like a third party. Exactly. Exactly. So my, my question was, how do you snatch the soul of a ghoul or a ghost knowing that they don't have souls? You don't. They're just here to fuck up your life, whether it be by, like, snatching your soul or just making you look fucking crazy when you dial into a podcast and tell people you sucked a demon's dick. Exactly. And it's not to ruin you no matter what. Here, here's the question I asked, and I sounded like a complete asshole. I said, I don't know any ghosts that have iPhones. So did you use a Ouija board in order oh to? Oh, my God, Greg. <laughs> and um, yeah, how, exactly. Was... How many seconds was it before she told you to go fuck yourself? Uh, it, it, No, here's the thing. She couldn't tell me fuck myself because that's what she did. She fucked <laughs> up. So, so even then, in just she was still mad at me and i did nothing wrong i literally sat there because i was trying to figure out exactly what it was but anyway i mean inquiring minds want to know i I just want to know because here's the thing what happens if you as a woman like your your man the guy that you're like seeing sleeping with or something like that you wake up in the middle of the night and he is just going full-fledged doggy style with the air like do you just 
Do you just go back to sleep? And you're like, hey, no. Who can go back to sleep after? I'm going to fucking video record that shit and show it to him in the morning. And I'll be like, yeah. can you explain this to me? Yeah. Like, how do you, you know? You know what? I, it's Halloween. I don't want to ask like those questions. Then I fall asleep. And then it's like paranormal activity in this bitch. So I'm just going to act like that question never happened. Yeah. Here's the real question, <laughs> um, which which leads into Steph's story. Um, so, so Steph, I, I was on the Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. So I was on the Twitter. And there was a text message that was posted that said, y'all, he finna be 30. And basically it was a guy who asked a woman, okay, buy me some weed, yo. This is my last favor. I get paid Tuesday night. I swear I'll give it back if you want to. And then he says, pretty pleased with the cherry on top and whipped cream. So then she says, boy, you're going to have to be sober tonight. And then he says, please, I literally will give it back to you Tuesday. She says, no. He says, I promise her. No smoking tonight. Him. It's just for the party. Her. Remember, I just met you. Honestly, I don't lend out money. And then he says, okay, okay, fine. And then she says, yeah, you wild. So my question to the listeners, and more importantly, to Steph, I didn't know that men begged for money. Oh, oh, they do. I, I didn't. Wait, they do. When you say when you say men beg for money, do they ask or do they? Because that sounds like begging to me. So, stuff story of the week. I have been uh, privy to both of those circumstances with the same person. Uh, this is the same ex who I was extra petty with. This is the same ex who had to live in my house for six months because he couldn't financially get his life together enough to move out when we broke up. Um, so the, to, to start off the conversation, there was already a history of financial issues there. Um, when I met him, he is the reason that I ended up in the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, when I met him, he was an athletic trainer. Um, he was, we met online. He was up in New Jersey. You know, we exchanged numbers or whatever. Um, and he gave me his number and it was 202. And I was like, I'm sorry. Do you mean 212? Uh, no, he, he meant 202. He lived in Washington, D.C. So that's a little background on the situation. We, we did it long distance for about 11 months. So I, I don't encourage long distance relationships until you spend an exorbitant amount of time with that person uh, for this exact reason. Um, I moved down here um, as we hit our one year anniversary. I had been coming down to D.C. At, uh, roughly every three weeks. Um, and it, mm-hmm. it didn't strike me as anything crazy that I was coming down. Like he had a kid down here, so on and so forth. I didn't want to break up that relationship. So I came down, um, which is a testament to, to the fact that like when I am in a relationship, I do try to be the facilitator in a lot of things. Um, so it started with, Hey, um, for some reason, my bank account is frozen. Do you think that you can get me an Uber from here to here? Mind you, he was in D.C. and I was in New Jersey and I was just like, whatever, like, I'll make it easy. It's a short drive. Uber's cheap at this point in time. So, you know, I would do it. When I moved down here, I I started to realize that there was uh, an issue with substance abuse and just financial instability. He wasn't paying child support. He was like owed back child support. He made about half as much as I do, um, which is, is, is rough for me because I've always been the breadwinner. I make a very, very healthy salary. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and it's it's not a, a point of contention for me. Like as long as you can keep up with my lifestyle, I don't care how much you make. Um, but it got to a point where it was like, hey, do you think you can like get me a cab like here because I'm going out tonight and you know I I'd pay for it. Um, the straw that broke the camel's back was. I'd like to go to the bar tonight with my friends. Can you please? And and please oh, no. was in caps. It was a, a text message. It was in caps and like emphasized. Lend me a hundred dollars. And I was like, it's Friday and you just got paid. Where is your money? No, don't worry. I'll just give it to you when I get home. I don't have access to the money right now. Blah, 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 whatever. And then it became... Like we were living together and it got to a point where it was like, now, now mind you at this point in time, this was close to the end of our relationship. Um, I had realized that there was an issue with substance abuse. I had realized that he was a raging alcoholic. Like this is a guy who would come home blackout drunk uh, on my dime oh, wow. um, and start cooking something and then fall asleep in the living room while that stove was still on. And then the house would fill with smoke. Like this man almost oh, burnt my no. house down five times. Um, no. So one day he, uh, he came home and he had just gotten paid. I knew that because we, we had both had the same paydays. I knew that he had just gotten paid. I knew that I knew what his bills were. I knew what the house bills were and he had yet to give me any money for them. I knew that he wasn't paying his child support at the time. Um, and he asked me for $300 to pay his bills until the following payday. And I was nope. like, bro, you got paid today. You haven't put out any money for anything. And you're asking me for $300. Where is your money going? And I think yeah. that's a reasonable question to ask when someone who has a full-time job is asking to borrow money from you especially to something the tune of $300. Um, he started an argument with me. How fucking dare you ask me what I do with my money? I can't fucking believe you. I was like, yeah, I'm going to ask you what you do with your money because you just asked asked me for my money. money. (laughs) Yeah, you asked me for my money, so I want to know where yours is. Um. And it, after that, it became a begging for money situation. It was always a, please, I'll, I'll get you back on payday. And I was like, this is payday. Um, exactly. And, and anytime I said no, it was an argument. Now, mind you, in this relationship, because I am generally a giver in relationships, um, and I definitely learned from this. So anybody listening, fuck you. You're not going to get this one over on me. Um, but that after that day, after the $300 request, um, I went to work one day and, and, you know, to, to my job's credit, I didn't have anything to do at that point in time. So I sat down and calculated, I put together an Excel spreadsheet. I went through bank statements and everything. And I went through, I had put up for him money to move the cabs, food, nights out, groceries, everything. And over the course of three years, I had put out over $30,000 for this man. Nope. The day, the day that I did those calculations, 
release at work. I went home and he, I opened the door and he came around the corner. Hey, babe, how was your day? I hope you. Oh, okay. boy. And literally stone faced, stone faced with no expression whatsoever. I looked and said, you need to move out. And his face dropped like his cash cow ran away. She broke off the leash and just fucking took off. Um, but it is it is very valid that that men beg for money. He is a perfect example. He still lives in this area. Um, his most recent ex-girlfriend actually reached out to me. Because uh, apparently he has spent he spent the majority of their relationship bad mouthing me. Even meeting regularly. Um, but she wanted to get an understanding because she started to see the red flags too. And she wanted to get an understanding of why he and I broke up. Listen, mm. I'm going to with you. I'm in female solidarity. If you are going, if you're going through a relationship, you start to see red flags. I'm going to tell you that they're not to be ignored. Um, but yeah, this man is, is a complete bum. Um, he moved into the, Funny sit in my house for six months because he couldn't get enough money together for a de- uh, a deposit on an apartment. Uh, and in the six months that he um, he had the audacity to question why I put a lock, a key lock, on the master bedroom of the house because like his stuff had already been moved out. He was living in the basement, um, but apparently he was going into the master bedroom and rummaging through my shit looking for money. And oh, wow. so he texted me one day and asked me why I put a lock on the bedroom. And I was like, the fuck is it your business? Um, he stayed here for six months. Like I said, I had a fucking, the reason I was so petty the day that he moved out was because of this exact situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't even end up in the six months that I gave him the six months that I allowed him to stay here. Um, he didn't end up saving any money for a deposit on a new place. He ended up moving into his best friend's side chick's basement. Wow, bro. What, what's so the- this is the caliber of man that begs for money. <sighs> um, shit. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I, okay, I, I had to make some notes. Let's talk so about I, it, right? I thought you were going to say you caught him fucking some girl on your hardwood floors when you said he came around the corner. I, we, I was nope. like, wait, he's fucking someone no, in your house? He like, was, no, 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 but, oh, if you want to get, and, and this will segue into next week's episode, um, mm-hmm. Hotels, Hotels, and Hostel. Um, I did that to him. Oh, you spicy <laughs> While he was still living in the house in that six month period, I brought the next man over and was having sex with him in the master bedroom while he was in the basement of the house. And I dare you to say something when you are living for free in my home, motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's let's let's put a, let me go ahead and make a comment mm-hmm. about that. We're putting that one in next week's episode, everybody. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, let's get these voicemails because, wow. I know mm-hmm. Baylor probably sent one. I know he's <laughs> high as it. Let's see. Ooh. 
Well, somebody, okay. somebody, fuck you, thought. Hey, you know what I like about I you two is that both of you, uh, both of you guys, have a, a unique, a unique way of capturing random people's ear. Uh, phenomenal chemistry, dope content that you could either grab from the world or create yourself. And that's what I appreciate about you, too. Um, I will always work with Greg in and out of podcasting. And I would like to work with, you know, you as well, Mrs. Jet fan. Um, <laughs> y'all continue to stay dope, authentic, and real. That's it. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. No punchline. Oh, Nothing what? about no, the Lakers no. and the Dodgers. No. Yo, shout out to story. Baylor, though. I I appreciate the feedback. And I want to give you, Greg, credit for recognizing that this would actually work. Um, you knew very well that, that I'm the type of personality that wanted to get into podcasting, but wasn't sure. And, and I appreciate you recognizing that we would work well together. Like, we need more like you in the community and more importantly, like we're friends, AKA stalkers, whatever you yeah. want to call it shit. But yeah, no, you stalk me, bro. Whatever. Man. We stalk each other. Exactly. I'll always stalk each other. Exactly. As in long as way, you though. know, it, it, it's all in healthy. Um, yeah. Um, I'm sure when like, I have to like <laughs> pull some like 50 year old man off of you, I'm going to be like, Hey, um, like she will literally like, have her boyfriend in the basement like attack you because you know if it's not him it's the guy that walks around with road killing shit so see, and I'm see, just this saying is, this is where we run into a problem Greg you're never going to have to save me from some 50 and attacking you know damn well I'm gonna fuck somebody up fair enough Fair enough. Let, let, let's see All what right. these next two voicemails are. Scrubs, I don't want no scrubs. Scrubs at the top of guy. Ain't no man for me. You did right. Absolutely. This is our girl from Leeds. Thank you, girl. Yes. He's absolutely. a bum. Now, I'm going to say this. Right now, it is 1110. I'm going to give people a moment. Because you know what 1111 means. You, you got to make a wish and hope for things that you gotta are Got to make a wish. Hope for things. Yeah, I, I want people to make a wish. exactly where you're supposed to. Exactly. And right now, it's exactly it's still 1110. So I, w- I want to give people the opportunity to prepare their wish because my next question is going to be really rough. Um, <laughs> my next question is it's 1111, really so Greg. Yeah, it's 1111. Go ahead and make your wishes now. Um, make your wishes understand that the universe is telling you that you are exactly where you need to be so if you are here listening to us welcome exactly so while it's 11 11 we're gonna play this last little voicemail because we're gonna get directly into self-care two hours later well shit three hours later but we're gonna get into (laughs) self-care make that wish and here we go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and shout out to my Lakers and those Dodgers. God damn it. <laughs> I knew we weren't going to get away from it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I was, my wish was not for the Lakers to lose for the next 26 years. I promise it wasn't that. Um, <laughs> how, however, uh, my, my wish was modest. So. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. 
Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 